Hi, everyone. Welcome back to A Home for Being. In today's episode, we have a special, very hard to describe topic, really. So maybe by the time we'll air this, we have a really good description, but I'm just going to dive right in. Um, as you guys know, with A Home for Being, we're also always trying to be real, uh, discuss topics that are in our current life, um, sort of going on that we struggle with, where we seek wisdom and where we seek to understand how to move forward, how to deal with certain things, right? And so in today's episode, I kind of ran into uh, something last week. And funny enough, Joe was also like a little bit in the same zone. So we were like, oh yeah, we should like discuss this on our channel. Um, and so here it comes. So I grew up in a codependent home. And then uh, where I basically learned that um, sharing all of me with someone is really healthy. And so matter of fact, if I don't have any privacy or certain parts of me that I honor and hold closer to myself, it will threaten the relationship. So basically there were no boundaries. It was complete enmeshment, right? And so... What I've run into lately is that whoever I enter, like come across with in my life, I tend to just not have the, I just don't have the, uh, I would want to say like the boundaries or, well, I would like maybe even phrase it like, there wouldn't be any boundaries to what I would share or what I wouldn't share. And maybe to some of the listeners at home, you recognize this, but I kind of feel like, oh, I got to like explain everything. I got to, you know, like keep this person all up to date about everything that's going on in my life. Basically, maybe that's the key point. There's just like a filter is missing. There's just a filter missing. There's just like either I share everything or there's nothing. And what I've come to realize is that's not necessarily something I always thought was really healthy. It really isn't. At least like it hasn't been really for me. And so I wanted to ask you, Joey, um, yeah, what's your experience with that? Like, do you recognize like some of the things uh, I share and what what's your view on, you know, who do you share certain things with, who you don't? Is there such thing like particular people you might want to share more with and mm -hmm. some people not? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd really love to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, thanks, Mickey. Uh, first of all, I relate. Uh, growing up in my family was very, very similar. Everything was an open book. And I remember, <clears throat> like, even with my mother, I was raised by a single mother. I remember telling people when I was a kid, like, oh, my mother's my best friend, you know, I could share anything with my mother where other kids can't. And I thought that was like a source of like something really good, mm -hmm. but it wasn't in the right way. Like, it was way too much, man, way I didn't have boundaries. I didn't learn boundaries. Everything was in the open pretty much, right? right. And uh, your point, it was definitely not healthy. And I remember, I'll tell this story real quickly. One of my buddies, <laughs> he would talk to his father on the phone. <laughs> and this is how the conversation would go. So I'll be him. He'd be on the phone with his dad. And this is his voice. He'd be like, yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yep. Bye. And and then like when I would like he'd hear me and he'd be like, dude, why do you tell her that stuff? <laughs> like, because it just, I opened up this can of pain. Right. And just, 
exhausting. So I think one of the main principles revealing everything to everyone is a Mm -hmm. recipe, in my opinion, for disaster, in my experience, for disaster. And I think, you know, I think we've talked about this before, Mick, but I don't think we talked about it on the channel, like the the inner circles versus outer circles. So if you had a sheet of paper and in Mm -hmm. the middle of the paper, you made a small circle. For me, my inner circle is who I can really, really trust. It's me and my higher power, me and God. The second one is like me and my wife, right? Mm-hmm. The the third one, or, or maybe even in the second one, is really close friends. Like you're in there, other people I know and trust. And mm-hmm. it's also like you build some, uh, it takes time to build trust. It doesn't yep. just happen. So you got you got to like go through some little things to see, is this person worthy of trust? Like mm. I remember even any romantic relationship, any just friendship. I know you and I in our friendship, like, when we'd have disagreements, we'd talk it out. And then like that, that tells you something like, Hey, we worked that out. He really listened to me. I really listened to him. He said, this wasn't really working. I made the adjustment for him. Like it's an interdependent relationship, which is a beautiful thing. I'll read that definition. So anyways, on the inner circle, those are people I've learned who are emotionally aware. They have the ability to support me. They can handle, they respect my boundaries. Not everyone is that way. As you move outside the next circle, it gets a little different. As the circles keep getting wider, the toxicity gets deeper and the level of sharing and trust gets less and less and less. Because when you're around someone you can't trust and a toxic person, uh, you don't want to share a lot with them. And I've made this mistake so many times. It's not something like I figured this out. (laughs) I have learned a lot from pain, from doing the opposite. And it's exhausting, exhausting. And, you know, don't. And then the other thing is like wasting your time trying to prove to the other person, convince the other person. None of that, man. You know, you be you, I'll be me. But I'm not going to share my deepest stuff with someone who doesn't deserve that and is not capable of receiving that. And I think we have some good examples on that. But anyways, that's a little bit. I'll flip it back to you, man. When I say that, what Brent comes up for you or anything else on the topic? Well, first of all, I'm really impressed with what you just shared because I think that is the entire foundation of this episode, what you just shared. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I know like this wasn't planned or anything. I think Mm -hmm. um, I struggle with that a lot too. So what I picked up from you was also like, um, you know, taking time. Like it takes time for certain relationships to build trust, right? What I've noticed Mm -hmm. with, um, you know, with just like being more emotionally immature in a way is that people that are emotionally mature, which I I am also sometimes, they tend mm-hmm. to want to know it all very fast. So I recognize mm-hmm. that in the past, I sometimes would like disclose a lot of information to immediately like skip the stages or the work necessary to build relationships, but just go from mm-hmm. zero to 100 and like immediately like establish that trust because in the beginning there is a little bit like mistrust right or like not mistrust mm-hmm. but like the the trust gotta be earned and so mm-hmm. I, I I find it just like really profound hearing that because I think if I look at my own behavior I think in the past sometimes I would feel uncomfortable with not knowing so I rather just like know right away zero mm-hmm. or one like hundred percent or zero mm-hmm. black and white. Mm-hmm then sort of like, you know, conduct the work. And I think that comes with a price 
because mm. I noticed that when I like overshare or share with people who aren't really deserving of this, the things I share, um, I'm harming myself, you know? If it's people, for example, mm. that can't hold space for me to just be me, you know, mm. that's going to be like very problematic. If you have like someone that's overly critical or if um, just in general, you just like don't really feel supported and safe with mm. like a, a specific mm. person, it can be real damaging. And it's particularly damaging because you are losing the connection with you. That's why I think it's so damaging because let's say, for example, if I share like a personal story or like some of my ambitions, for example, right, with someone and who just like that other person has like their own inner world, their own choices, their own life. So obviously, naturally, they can look at it differently, right? Now, a healthy person would just look at, hey, is this person, you know, would just be supportive, right? Or yeah, I guess like supportive. But what if, for example, someone else then says like, oh yeah, like that's like super stupid to dream or like, oh, you know, be aware of this. And like, oh, this will never, like, this is not like how it's done. Like, you know, sort of like dismiss you or demotivate you and all of that. Then what happens is, let's say for example, before that, you wanna like start your own dream, build your new world or whatever. There's a little, already a little bit insecurity, right? Cause that is like quite frightening mm -hmm. and sort of, you know, scary. So if I look at myself, like what I would seek from people then would be some sort of the opposite of fear. So maybe reassurance, maybe um, like motivation or acceptance or just like mm -hmm. awe of like, oh, wow, this is me too, right? Um, mm -hmm. But if then like a more toxic reaction happens, the threat there is that I start doubting myself and I spiral more in my own fear. And that's why I think it's very healthy for us to understand like, hey, first of all, what do I really need? What is it what I need? When I share something, what is it what I need? Is it like expressing identity? Is it like getting reassured? Is it uh, maybe like discussing certain things to like seek certain solutions or different alternatives or whatnot? And then based off that, you know, you can sort of like guide, yeah, guide the conversation in one way or another. But yeah, so to your point, I realized that often when I overshare with people that aren't necessarily deserving of it, I tend to, um, I tend to erode, like my, my mm. own inner connection with me erodes. And mm -hmm. another thing too is, and I'm really curious to hear your experience with it, Joe, too, is I've lately come to realize that not everything needs to be discussed or shared. That, for example, matter of fact, it can even like paralyze you. So mm -hmm. sometimes when I would be like dreaming of doing something or I would really want to do something, I like to share that a lot with people. So let's say, for mm. example, if I'd be like, oh, I really want to move, right? I would tell to a lot of people like, oh, I want to move. I want to move. And funny enough, I realized the more I talk to people about I want to move, the less mm -hmm. I'm going to move because I'm mm -hmm. focused on the idea of moving, adrenalizing off the mm -hmm. idea of moving. But I'm not really like putting anything into practice or into place to actually experience mm -hmm. what moving is like. <clears throat> And so I've learned recently that, yeah, like that words or expressing 
our inner world sometimes has also or can have like an eroding way of the real things we want to accomplish or want to be. But how mm. is that for you? Do you have any experience with that? Or do you like recognize anything what I just shared? Yeah, totally. I resonate 100%. I'm, I'm wired the same way. And uh, if I share things with someone who's unhealthy, I remember one time I had a friend, he's was a mentor to me. And I shared something with him. And he's pretty, you know, it's funny, like people's strengths can be their weaknesses. And he's very not afraid to just give advice. But he's, you know, and so he just said something off the cuff, like from instinct, like, you know, he just took a position. He didn't really yeah. think about it. He didn't really slow down. He just was like, yeah, you don't want that anyways. And I remember right. being like insecure and I put him in a higher position than I should have. And I made the decision and did what he said, even though in my gut, something said, that's not, I don't know if that's right. I kind of did it like blind obedience. That was not good. Uh, mm -hmm. And then when I told him about it afterwards, he's like, oh, well, what does that show you? Like, don't listen to me. Right. So he had the humility to admit like he was wrong, which was good. But I think, um, you know, one concept I like that I don't always remember, but you made me remember today, Mickey, which I appreciate is like, um, you know, I heard this at a conference one time and this woman talked about having your own personal uh, board of directors, like mm. find a different people. And what I like about that concept also is not making any one of them an idol, just an input, just an yeah. input, no matter how successful they are. Uh, one of my good friends, multi, multi-millionaire, extremely successful. Does that mean everything that person says is going to be right? No. Like yeah. that does, he's not, he's not God, right? He's not, you know, like, so it, you take people's input and then you bring it back to the source. You bring it back to your inner consciousness and, and for me, I like to let the source be like the final judge, but, mm -hmm. but what you touched upon and I relate to, especially when I'm feeling insecure. And I used to do that too, man. I would share with people because I think I would want you, if I could get enough people excited about the idea, it would make me feel okay with my idea. And then I would go forward. But a lot of the times people wouldn't because some people don't have the same idea or they're not wired yeah. the same way. And it's not for them to do that. Like that, that's not their path. So they're not wow. as excited about it. And I waste all this energy trying to get them excited instead of taking action on my idea. And it's so beautiful. You and I have talked about this. Like take that energy, that feeling and start. Take the yeah. action. Then when you're done with your thing, share, right? Like yeah. instead of sharing the idea and then having people beat it up, it's just because – if you take the action, you'll see yourself if it's good or not, right? Yeah. Like, and also if yeah. you think about yeah, like, really. of course, there's like a lot of different ways of how to define success, right? We got like monetary success, um, but I'm pretty sure there's like a million other ways like how we can be successful. Um, but what I realized is my little brother, he's um, he set up his own business. He sells mushroom coffins. Um, and... I remember when he was starting out and I think he started out like now he's been like for two years, he's been doing this. When he started out, he was so insecure and he received a lot of criticism. Like a lot of people are like, huh, like, how are you going to change the game? Or like, how are you going to do this? And how are you going to do that? And what I realized is, of course, if you really want to shine your light, 
it is like by definition, it is gonna differentiate from mainstream, even from the people mm. around you, like that may know you for a different in a particular way. And now all of a sudden you change and you go into a different direction. So it might be even like fearful for some people mm. because all of a sudden, like mm. ego-wise, mm. the person is changing. And our brains don't necessarily like change, right? Especially not with people mm -hmm. that are close to us. And funny enough, he even said that sometimes like the people that were closest to him were really not necessarily the people that supported him. And it was actually like like random strangers that would really support him. Um, mm. But I think ultimately, right? I think it it's really a battle of the inner world because how fragile do we become and vulnerable uh when we yeah rely on external validation in a way and don't get me wrong mm. right like we're human beings like of course everybody's gonna love external validation but i think the real art is to sort of i wouldn't even say like overcome your fears but maybe just like feel your mm. fears and like mm. being able to process and feel those negative emotions that come into place when you're being authentic, when you're being you, when you want to start changing your life and really live an authentic life. And um, yeah, I just think it's like really interesting to see how, yeah, like what kind of strategy one would take in terms of, yeah, what do you share with whom and what do you not share with others? Because one of the things, and I'm curious to hear like, if you have maybe like any tricks for me or for the people mm -hmm. listening that are dealing with the same thing is mm -hmm. when uh, just like a simple thing, right? Uh, mm -hmm. When I would, um, I'm just thinking of something. Yeah. So like, for example, if I would meet someone, like I walk doggies every now and then, if I meet a person like that, pick up their dog they're like oh like how's it going like you know oh what do you do nowadays blah 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 like of course i wouldn't like naturally i would be like oh yeah i'm gonna do x i'm gonna y and i'm gonna do z and blah 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 but i know like i'm killing my own bus by doing that right mm -hmm. but at the same time mm -hmm. it feels really inauthentic and weird to be like oh yeah yeah just like or to lie or to sort of um, beat around the bush or just be like oh yeah same old same old so I, I kind of like feel guilty. I, I'm not sure if that's like coming from codependency, being raised in a codependent home, mm -hmm. but I almost feel mm -hmm. guilty when I don't disclose all of the information. How, mm -hmm. yeah, do you have any experience with that? And if so, if you've been able to like move away from that, what what has really worked for you? Yeah, I do. And, I, you know, I'll speak for myself. I, I think uh, I used to feel weird about it too, but... It's kind of like practicing anything new, man, because if I grew up <clears throat> and I did in a very codependent type environment, um, that was my normal, right? I would yeah. see people who were not codependent and I'd be like, they're weird, right? Like, wow, that's weird because <laughs> that wasn't my normal. But mm -hmm. as I learned that it's not good to disclose everything and have no boundaries, especially with unsafe people through the pain, I got awakenings like this is not good. And uh, that helped waken me to the possibility of like, I need to try something different, even though it doesn't feel right. Like it might feel weird. Yeah. The more you practice it and then you appreciate those results, you're like, oh, this is so nice. You know, like 
there's a line where um in that people say like no is a complete sentence and going back oh, to my like friend that. on the phone call yep no and like you know so if someone came up to me like hey what's going on like yeah man doing a lot of cool things you know like you don't have it it's just too exhausting at that stage of the game it, it, i've yeah. just i've i've done it so many times where it doesn't work that i don't want to yeah. do it anymore but something popped in my head mick going mm-hmm. back to the circle thing and i'm curious to hear your thoughts on this but i want to hear my i want to give you my feelings on it or my experience with it in the inner circle is me and my higher power that relationship throughout the day my number one priority which i forget all the time is to make sure that's the most important priority and the connection is constantly uh maintained experienced when that when i am fully connected to the source as much as one can be not ultimately but like in a really good place the other people won't bother me as much i won't tend to make those mistakes or even if i do it won't be won't be detrimental because mm-hmm. i feel secure in myself because the number one priority is to get secure in what's my mission what's my purpose what's the idea that's on my mm-hmm. heart like in my inner circle, especially with the higher power and people I trust, if they're good with me and I feel it, I'm I should go for it because that's yeah. how anything beautiful in this world has gotten done. It's yeah. courageous people who step out and do amazing things. If we were all conformists sitting in our little bubble, right? Nothing beautiful nothing, would happen. Yeah. We'd just be mindless matrix drones, right? Yeah. So yeah, I oh. think- the, I, and I'm curious, like when you're at your really feel solid with yourself, your higher power, your inner circle, do you see the difference when you might yeah. meet one of these people? You don't need to convince. It doesn't like you don't need to argue with people. You don't need to convince yeah. because yeah. you are already whole then. You know what I mean? It's yes. like you're already whole. Like you don't need to. Yeah, you can right. sort of like see the duality in this world or see like different perspectives. And it's funny, like I had a friend um like what did she say like last weekend like she said something to me uh she said i think i started something like doing something um and then she was like um oh you always like you always do this you always like try something and then you like stop doing it like like very punitive very like you know dismissive about it and i know she loves me and i know like it's just like a reflection of her own inner world right but it just got me thinking like oh that's so funny like because i'm very secure and know why i do certain things the way i do them Mm. i didn't really feel the need to like argue or like i also didn't really feel like super hurt that was more like okay that that is like not like the most beautiful thing to say to someone you love right um but i i could just see it I could just like see that that might be her reality and that that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with me. You know what I mean? Yes. It was just like a very like, I a, love that. Like a, yes. like a, a surround, like, um, um, I think it's just like the foundation of being you. And I like, as I hear you talk about, you know, your connection with the higher power and for the listeners too, like whatever you believe in, right. Like literally whatever you believe in, even if you believe in like a door or like going to the gym or whatever your like higher power is or your phone. Um, 
uh, I think it's it's very, I think it's really profound to connect with something that helps you like really connect within. For some people, that's God. For some people, that's spirituality. You know, we all have our own ways. I'd say like, go figure, like figure out what's your thing. Maybe it's like going out mm -hmm. in nature that helps you sort of center and connect within. Because I think ultimately, um, even though we're human beings and we have the need for external validation, we have the need to sort of like be reassured, get advice, all of those things. I think ultimately our biggest source of all of those needs should be come from within. That's not to say like we all have to do it by ourselves. But I think if 90% were reliant on the external world, that's going to be quite um, an, an emotional mm -hmm. ride. Like it's going to be hard. Like you're going to be all over the place, basically. At least that's mm -hmm. my experience to put it that way. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Well said, Mickey. Well yeah. said. Do you yeah. have anything to add, Joey, or like anything that like that popped up that you're like, oh, I want to share with the listeners? No, takeaways, takeaways for me in this conversation, how it enriched me is the reminder to prioritize the inner circle with my time and to develop that inner fortitude. And when I said my prayers with my wife last night and it came to a spot where we were like thinking a petition, she said, strength and courage to be who we are. And I love that, like strength and courage to be who I am. And as long as I get that part right, everything kind of falls into place, you know, Mickey, yeah. and letting that inner power be the final judge of everything I hear. And yeah, I, I just think it, it, it's a great reminder for me to stay true to that because it works. It, it's a, it's a freedom. It allows me to have a detachment and to have boundaries, you know, because going back to what you said earlier, the way we grew up is basically like having a home with no doors, no locks. Everybody <laughs> can come in. Everyone, you know, just sleeps in my bed. I have 50 people. We're all living in my bed, eating my food. There's no boundaries. Like, that is yeah. totally unhealthy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I like that. So, yeah. 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 What about I totally love the, the little spin you give on this, too. Like, the takeaway from the conversation. Maybe mm. we should embed that, yeah. like, moving forward. I, I kind of like that notion. Um, yeah, because, like, I think... Well, my, my biggest takeaway is, well, first of all, I think like connecting with something that helps me connect within and also like becoming mm. more okay with feeling my feelings, whether that's like insecurity, fear, all of that. Mm. But I think predominantly mm. too, that's where I'm at in my healing journey or stage, whatever you want to call it really, is I want to try and practice more and with baby steps, right? To sort of protect my energy and hone, mm. well, maybe not even say protect, maybe hone, like Hold it close to mm. myself, not giving giving it away mm -hmm. to everyone, but just like mm -hmm. try and practice like, oh, you know, um, what are ways that I can sort of, as you just said earlier, right? Like, oh, uh, I'm doing like a lot of cool things instead of like going like full explicit mode, like over explaining everything. Just like, oh, right. so you can you don't have to like lie or anything. But I think there right. are a lot of ways to sort of find the medium or the like the mean in the middle, Malk in the middle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Man. So, um, having said that, I think this concludes our episode, on which the title will be determined afterwards. <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I hope this uh, conversation has been value to you. And um, yeah, I'm really curious to hear as well if you deal with things like this, where you know where you're 
used to an enmeshed way of having relationships. Um, and also like maybe you have some tips and tricks too to share with us on how to, to um, yeah, how to sort of um, stay closer to yourself and not overshare everything with everyone. Mm -hmm. Or like what are some of the characteristics that you think, um, you know, define a person that you do feel mm -hmm. comfortable to share and like be fully open mm -hmm. with? Um, mm -hmm. We'd love to hear your comments as always. And we'd love to welcome you back home at a home for being. See you next Sunday. Bye.